Welcome to the Grid Girls Podcast. Welcome to episode 43 of the Grid Girls. We're just rolling right along here. Uh, I'm here with Lisa, Alex, and our special guest for today, Sarah, who you can find on Twitter as at Bergerstein. Uh, welcome, y'all. <laughs> Hello. Oh, hello. Hey. Yeah, glad to have you all on this week. This is great. Um, so we watched Barber today. It was a good time. Yes. Um, we've also been watching a lot of hockey this week. <laughs> so we're gonna, we're going to talk a little bit about that. But first, as always, we're going to talk about women in motorsport. So, uh, obviously at Barber this week, we also had the road to uh, Mazda Road to Indy series racing as well and um we have two women in usf 2000 and ayla agran did really well this week did anyone watch usf 2000 this week because i did not i did i watched either. parts of it yeah. <laughs> it's just on at weird times like and i try to sort out my schedule in and around the indy car race so i never i never managed to watch much more than like that in indy lights but... and they're always available on youtube like i usually yep. usually at some point i go back and watch them but. Yeah. Well, n- now knowing that she did well, I probably am more inclined to go back and watch <laughs> watch the races. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I know qualifying for the second race was rained out, so oh, yeah. there were some wet track shenanigans. I think. <laughs> yeah, the weather this weekend was really weird. Um, I feel like the weather at Barbara is usually not a question, and this week it really definitely was. So. Um, other stuff from Barber. They had a robot do the, um... Oh, my God. You know what, Alex? You want to take this one? I hate it. I hate it so much. I'm like, you know I love robots. You know that. Do you? Do you really? (laughs) But I hated it. It was the weirdest thing. I was, like, flipping back between hockey and IndyCar, and all of a sudden, like, I flip on and, like... James Hinchcliffe is like staring at this robot dancing and I was like, boy, I really hate that. And then the race <laughs> then the race starts and the robot's like doing the start your engines and I'm like, man, I still really hate this. <laughs> oh, yep. it was gross. And yeah, it wasn't really, you know, I'm pretty angry that they had the robot say gentlemen start your engines because yeah. you know, they've been really good about that when people do it. And saying, drivers, start your engines. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why they would make a robot change that. It's kind of shitty. Robots are supposed to be the future. And here right. he is. Being an well, asshole. it's not like it's a last minute thing anyway. You can no. program that ahead of time. Yeah. So it's not like you just slipped. No. You Come can't on, make Honda. accidents if you're a robot. Like, this is, this is human error right here. <laughs> exactly. Don't blame the robot. It's the people. No. Sexist <laughs> robot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I also saw someone bring up on Twitter that uh, they should, in the future, replace Grid Girls with robots. And Alex, your like <laughs> rebuttal to that was amazing. <laughs> I said, "Yeah, that seems like a great idea, but you know, men are going to be men and put boobies on those robots like immediately." <laughs> but like, where's the lie? You know, like you know that's what would happen. Yeah. God. Um, and that robot was creepy. So like, whatever. I'm not. <laughs> 
I'm, yeah. I'm good. I'm all set. I'm all set, Honda. Like, please, not again. Yeah, I'm done with the faceless robots. Yeah, please. Yeah. Faceless, why sexless did, robots. Why did they, like, give it a little emoji <laughs> face? Like, you know how sometimes you see robots like that and they have a digital display on the face and you can, like, change the... Like Daft Punk. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Have Daft, Daft Punk Pump. give the command. That oh, would be, that way would better. be right. <laughs> I feel like that has happened in F1. Like, they've been a, a featured guest at an F1 race. I, I feel like I remember this. Yeah, I think they were guests of Lotus, and it was when Kimmy was driving there, so oh. there was a picture of Kimmy with Daft Punk. I really feel like I've missed out on a lot by being a new F1 fan. At some point, you know, F1, give me access to these old races so I can There, catch up. There are a lot of, like, random little tidbits like this that, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty good. But the actual racing, not so much. <laughs> um, yeah, Alex, you also watched some NHRA this week. We got ladies doing stuff in NHRA, as usual. Yeah, so I was watching it, and one of the little, like, um, little like going to or out of commercials they mentioned this driver named Ashley Sanford and she's in one of the supporting series which is like the top alcohol dragster race or something I don't remember exactly what it's called yeah there's a like, horrible name by the way yeah, I'm still trying to like figure out all the names but it's basically just like a supporting series to the NHRA and so she's 20 years old and she's going for her license to do top fuel racing so that's really cool that, um, you know, she's only 20 years old and she's a woman driver who's going to be doing top fuel. And because there's, I think there's only one other woman driver in top fuel. And then there's like three in funny car and then like about five in the motorcycle series, which is really cool. So yeah, NHRA doing cool stuff. Yeah. I, you know, and it's always, it's been really interesting to me, especially in like recent months, like, thinking about why NHRA has so many more women than, like, other yeah. series. I, like, I just... It's really cool. Mm-hmm. I wish it were like that in, in other mm-hmm. open-wheel series. Yeah. I don't know if maybe because it is such, like, a smaller series, you know? Yeah. There's not really room to be as judgmental, I guess, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe, but it's also got the history. It's got the That's same, true. you know, extent of history I... as pretty much IndyCar, so... Mm-hmm. I just think it has to come down from the top like what the ideas and yeah political stances yeah. of the people who run the series are i don't mm-hmm. know like nascar has always been historically very grossly conservative at the top mm-hmm. um maybe indycar too but to a little bit lesser extent i don't know yeah and nhra must be the opposite way i mean i guess having john force in the series where he's just like yeah. well i have daughters and i don't give a crap they're gonna race funny cars yeah like, that's it's gonna- maybe that's too. just what's opening up the doors yeah. to other women I mean, whatever, that's great for them doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's entirely possible. So, but yeah. Yeah, we'll get more into NHRA later in the podcast because more stuff happened. So, yeah, excellent. Um, having Sarah here, we are going to talk about hockey. And I actually want to talk really quickly about, we need to name this segment. Like, I can't just be like, okay, so now we're going to talk about ladies in motorsport. It should be like all the <laughs> non-race things. Like, what are we going to talk about today? Ladies, social issues, hockey, <laughs> hockey, oh, non race car things. Um, anyway, yeah, so taking ideas for a name for this going yeah. forward. But anyway, um, a couple couple weeks ago, I guess it would be ladies, social issues in hockey if you were going to talk about the USA team. So, yeah, yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty cool. Um, so basically, the story behind that, if you're you know, not coming from a hockey sphere, is that the U.S. women's team boycotted the national, uh, the world championships, which were being held in the USA. 
um, until USA Hockey paid them equally to what the men's team is making. USA Hockey fold like he they um, gave in to USA Women's uh, regard or uh, demands. And then the USA women went out and won the world championship. Oh, that's awesome. Like, Undefeated on all yeah. of their games, by the yeah. way. Now that's it a statement. <laughs> ridiculous. So that was pretty good. Yeah. Although it was after USA hockey did go down to the U15 level to try to get players to replace them, which <sighs> is just a really low blow to yeah. begin with. Yeah. Luckily, it was all very publicized and uh, yes. they were ridiculed pretty hard for it. So luckily... Hopefully that nothing like that will happen again, because that was pretty bad. <laughs> um, hockey sadness is also a theme this week. Oh, so much. <laughs> so basically, we got Alex into hockey this week. We made her pick a team. She picked oh, her own team. Oh, what a week. And they immediately proceeded to shork all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> so when I went into this, you're like, oh, they're doing pretty good. Like, they've got a good chance. And I was like, okay. First game I watch, they lose. Second game I watch, they lose, and they're now out of the fucking championship altogether. <laughs> I'm like, this has been a fun experience for me. Love hockey. Love the Sharks. What a time. You jinxed them. <laughs> you, maybe. No, but you know what? This happens to the Sharks a lot. <laughs> Sarah can back me up on this one. So this isn't a new thing for them. The okay. <laughs> Oh man, it's bad. Uh, so don't don't feel too bad about it. No, they're a very good regular season team. Then they get to the playoffs, and it's just like, how do you hockey? I forgot. Yes, I mm-hmm. forgot how this works. Um, Did yeah, you guys so see what... the cute dog dressed up as a shark? The the fan dog. No, <laughs> it was on like the oh, NHL yeah, account. It was, it was, it was a, really cute. Yeah, it was a service dog. Go find this. Oh, Alex, you probably don't know about the cat story. Um, oh, Joe Pavelski. Joe Pavelski. I think I saw yeah. this on Tumblr. Now I'm not even oh, a hockey yeah, person, but I think Please I saw this explain. on Tumblr. Okay, <laughs> side note. I love the fact that, like, <laughs> hockey is so pervasive on Tumblr that, like, non-hockey people will reblog stuff and just be like, how is this sport real? Like, Catherine <laughs> reblogs stuff from hockey all the time. She's just like, what the hell is this? Um, I think one of the posts she reblogged recently was like, when you go to do hockey fights and everyone like finds a partner and how that's like completely normal and natural to those of us who have been watching the game for like, you know, years and years and years. But if you haven't been watching for that long, maybe it seems kind of weird. I don't know. And you don't really understand why they're lovingly removing each other's helmets. And yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's pretty great. Uh, Joe Pavelski was a cat that snuck into the uh, Sharks arena and there, a camera caught him, like, running across the ice. Oh, my so God. So they caught him, and, like, the sharks, like, adopted him as their team <laughs> pet. And then Joe Pavelski actually adopted him, and they named oh the cat God. Joe Pavelski. And he brought cute. them good luck, right? Wasn't the other He did. <laughs> and yeah. even now, they still make little puck shapes of this Joe Pavelski cat oh on God. their yeah, bench. They do. It's pretty good. They are definitely now my team. (laughs) If there was any doubts left in my mind. Yep. You're you're stuck in now. Uh, Sarah and I became friends very quickly because we support the same two teams, which is very unusual, I guess. Even though apparently there's some, like, video game person that's also a Blues and Bruins fan. Really? Yeah, Catherine was telling me about Nolan. Yeah, Nolan North. He does. Yeah, he's a voice actor. A Blues and a... 
Bruins fan. I don't. I'm, Which is a very strange combination that right, you don't I, usually see. I thought we were unique. Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently we're not. I'm okay with it. Um, but yeah. So the Blues are still in it. The Bruins lost today, which, you know, it's fine. They had no defensemen. They were basically using the corpse of Zidane Chara and a traffic cone. Yes. (laughs) I I mean, I will will give them all credit for getting there with the injuries that they had. And and they did play very well for their injuries. I think the, the thing that most Bruins fans will agree with me with is our absolute fury at horrible horrible calls <laughs> and well, uh, the between fact that, that and like the fucking 900 puck over the glass penalties oh like, my how god many goddamn yes. times can you do this it's yes. atrocious it's, you should... it's just i think the thing that got me today was the fact that they said okay we're gonna let them play until we decided to not let them play yeah and then just make a horrible call and really uneven calls. Like through at the end of the series, Boston had seven was on the penalty kill seven more times yeah. than the Suns, and it, it kept getting bigger every single game. It was like you had a, a one differential, one differential. By the last game, there was a three penalty differential. Right. However, in the last game, if you take out those three puck over the glass penalties. True. Uh, that would be it. That would be it. Even, <laughs> yeah, God, you shouldn't have two of those in like five years and yet they had seven in one series like what are you doing what are you doing I, yeah i don't know anyway chicago's out that that is a thing I'm and that so is a hyped. good thing i cannot like rj like friend of the show rj o'connell uh being a nashville predators fan like i was hoping they would do well for his sake but also because fuck chicago and everything <laughs> they stand for exactly yep their their city that Name means smells like onions. I mean, fuck them and everything <laughs> in them. So, I dig it. Yeah, I, it's a wonderful, wonderful little name origin story. The only thing better than watching the teams, drivers, whatever you like, do well is watching the ones you hate do poorly. Yeah, that's very exactly. True. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so better. true. I love like I'm so sports vindictive that it's like <laughs> probably unhealthy. Well, Chicago's out for in the first round for the second time in a yeah. row. And that's yeah. a beautiful thing, especially because the first one was the Blues. Yeah, that's and true. That's that was true. A, that game 7 was probably one of the finest sporting events I've ever been to. Oh, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. Speaking of the Blues, they're still in. They are still in. I'm so hyped. Uh, um, I, I Part of me kind of wonders um, a little bit <laughs> why we are still in it, uh, given the last two-thirds of Game 5. Uh, but but uh, props to Mike Yo for at least calling him out, because he, he's at least acknowledging that there is a problem of sitting back on your heels, going completely to a defensive standpoint, where really, if they have a lead, they immediately play like they're on a penalty kill for the rest of the game yeah i have and noticed that th- yeah and there's that but at least he's calling it out so i'll, I'll give him that yep. whether it changes remains to be seen um my beautiful son vladimir saboka had a very good impact in this series i'm so glad he's back i'm so glad he's back <laughs> I, I had a little bit of a mixed feeling about it. Not that I won't take his talent. I just felt bad for the kids that had worked so hard all season. I know. I and know. now they don't get that spot. And that, that is something that the Blues, I think, have done better with than maybe the Bruins. is <laughs> giving the kids a little bit more of a shot on the ice. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the Bruins are getting that now. With, yeah, they're, with they're starting to find things and, out. And, like. and McAvoy and... 
hopefully that'll be a positive for the future, maybe. Yes. Yes. Um, nothing delights me back to Chicago because I'm I'm still so like <laughs> <laughs> You um, you can do that as much as you want. Listen, we also had the announcement, not to shift things to IndyCar too quickly, but let's do that anyway. Uh, we had the announcement this week that Jim Cornelison would be doing the Back Home Again in Indiana song at the Indy 500. And now he has like five and a half weeks to practice. Doesn't have to worry about calling no, or singing at no hockey games. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's lit. I'm so it, it happy. Isn't that a little great? <laughs> Yeah, because, like, he has a very nice voice, and it'll be really nice to hear him sing that song. It'll be nice to hear him sing without a a million idiot Chicago fans screaming their heads off during the anthem. Which, I I mean, every team has their own tradition, but I've always thought that that was disrespectful as hell. I don't even even care about it being disrespectful. I just think it's annoying. (laughs) Well, that too. That too. Anyway... So, yeah. Any anything by that team is annoying and and possibly felonious on some players' standpoints. So, yeah, true, true, true. They they can keep their asses getting swept every year. Yeah, I'm down with it. I'm down with it. Um. So yeah, the other thing that happened today, aside from the Bruins, was uh, Barber Motorsports Park. We had an IndyCar race. Yes. It it went real well. It was lit. <laughs> For a suit and certain uh, number two car, Joseph Tugar. <laughs> <laughs> So good. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, before the race, we had Fernando Alonso's press conference, <sighs> which, yes! oh my god, y'all, it was so good. I was <laughs> listening to it in the car on my way home from brunch. So good. Uh, one of the like primary things that he said in the press conference that I think is like the quote that everyone latched onto and ran with was um, when they asked him about like what other F1 drivers were saying about his choice to drive in the Indy 500. And he said, uh, the only thing that I know is probably what you guys read because it's what I read as well. Some of them are happy for me, happy for this thing, and curious to see how competitive we can be. <clears throat> um, some others, they are not happy with anything in life. <laughs> yeah. I love him. We don't, we don't talk much there. Which, like, oh my god, just come to Indian Nando. Just the shade. That's all I want. Yeah. Um... The, there was one question in Spanish. I don't know if y'all heard that um, during the press conference. And I, from what I could tell, I think they were asking him if he would ever consider coming over and doing like a full IndyCar season. And I think he said no. But yeah, I don't know. Other than that, takeaways from the press conference where he seems he seems real hyped. Wasn't that what McLaren said earlier this week? Is that before we would ever consider like doing IndyCar full-time we want to be competitive again in f1 like yeah good yeah, luck with did. that i know so that can <laughs> maybe be forever Hope springs eternal oh i know i think the problem with that is that they need to ditch honda and honda is kind of how they're getting into the 500 so it's like yeah uh, one of those snake eating their own tail kind of situations <laughs> like you can't do one thing without the other and you can't do well in one it's a mess mm-hmm. but anyway um, he also gave some really nice shout outs to Oriol Serbia and Juan Pablo Montoya during <laughs> his press conference. <laughs> what oh, did y'all man. think of his time in the booth later in the broadcast with Townsend Ball it. and Pound- oh, Paul Tracy? I loved and such? it. I, yeah, I, I kind of would have liked a little more of a call of the race, but mm-hmm. it was cool to like have him in there and have him talk about 
you know, how he's not used to the whole, um, the weight jackers on the car and, like, the power steering and all the stuff that he's talking about that he has to get used to. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the race happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first, first lap was, uh, pretty clean for once. Unless your name is Marco Andretti. Well, Marco didn't even start the race, so... Yeah, he didn't hit it's anybody beca- because It's he because start. Fernando touched his car. <clears throat> Fernando, oh, yeah. what did you do to Marco's car? Passed on the curse. <laughs> hey, maybe that's what Fernando needed. Like, maybe he passed his car salon. That's what I'm hoping. It. Okay, now. <laughs> it's Poor gone Marco. now. It's now touched someone else, <laughs> yeah. so he's clear to go. It's left his Marco body. Inherits. Marco inherits the professional sadness man curse. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Uh... Before the race, this was kind of annoying, the whole, like, hinge accident montage. Like, oh my y'all. god, I know. I, I thought know after wanna... Dancing with the Stars, we would be done with that. And we've still <laughs> had to do it, like, two or three more times since then. Like, yeah. man, come on. Did you guys um, watch the little half-hour program on right before the race about Hinch? No. It was mm-hmm. a lot more of that. They yeah. also showed yeah. him driving around in a police car. At an academy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember. But there him was a lot of accident that. montage too. Yeah, wasn't he? He did that with Ryan Hunter Ray. Uh, the police academy. Thing. It, was, it was really funny. Really? I remember seeing that on his Instagram story. Uh, the driver Instagram stories lately have been ridiculous. Yeah, like my, so good. Alexander keeps snapping pictures of Marco and Ready, and I'm not really sure why. <laughs> why not? <laughs> Why not? Yeah, that's a good point. It's all good. Um, so first, first lap, second lap, uh, Hinch and Ryan Hunter Ray are kind of like duking it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, debris flies off. No one's really sure whose debris it is. Everyone thinks it's Hinch's, but it's actually a piece of Ryan Hunter Ray's front wing. Not great. Full course yellow number one. Was that mm-hmm. the piece that almost hit Sebastian <laughs> Bourdais in the head? Um, I didn't see that, but I would assume so, because yeah. I think that was the only debris that would have been out there at that time. Yeah, I'm not sure. They showed it on the on the replay from Bourdais' camera. Like, Ed uh-huh. Jones ru- ru- ran over it. That's what destroyed oh, his yeah. weight. Mm-hmm. And then it came back and, like, almost hit Bourdais, who was, like, ducking again. He has the worst luck with that. <laughs> Seriously. Um, yeah, that's not great. Mm-hmm. I, I do remember seeing Ed Jones's like they were talking about him having to dodge something and I guess that's what that was but mm-hmm. yeah it's not yeah. that's not good yeah he like ran um, over it mm-hmm. yeah he didn't have a great race really which was disappointing because he qualified yeah. really well yeah that's true yeah we had some like big movers in the field this week you know he kind of dropped pretty far back um, um Your my favorite son. driver moved up moved up a whole lot of places <laughs> like 13 places to be specific so many i know <laughs> top 5 top 5 y'all and ready cars can actually finish a race yeah. and when they do they finish in the top 10 it's a good time um yeah despite the Long Beach disaster of 2017 uh we have three andretti cars in the top 10 in the standings right now so that's fine. <laughs> Mark, Marco being the lone, uh, the outlier Marco. should be counted. No. Um, Charlie Kimball made it through more than one lap today, mm-hmm. which, whatever. He didn't even oh, wreck no. anyone the entire no. race. No, he didn't. He made one really good overtake late in the race, too, where I was like, yo, he's gonna, something's gonna get, get wrecked here, and I don't want to see it. But no, he did fine. He did 
Hacking He's fine. kind of the indie version of a Pastor Maldonado, where you just get very nervous every time he does anything ever. I yes, I don't want you near people. Yeah. Anymore, <laughs> I know he was in front of Joseph, and I was like, please, please. And get then away from freaking, my boy. Yeah, and then my TV <laughs> cut out, and I was like, oh my god. Like, I was like, I just need to know if Joseph is okay, and where Charlie Kimball is. I was a wreck. I was a goddamn disaster. I just wanted, I want to know where Charlie Kimball is at all times. Like, I just need to have <laughs> yeah. one eye on him to make sure he's not doing anything stupid. Exactly. We need to have, like, a little ticker in the bottom with, you know, complete <laughs> location yeah. updates. <laughs> the diabetes cam. Like, in a video game, he's, like, <laughs> tracking him where he is at all times in the bottom corner. Mm-hmm. I also want to make a list of, like, all the times Charlie Kimball has wronged me over the past year. Because it's, like, <laughs> probably it's a pretty lot. long list. <laughs> you can make it as an addendum to the hockey grudge book which is equally as long <laughs> yes yes i have nine million of those as well um but yeah yeah charlie kimmel made it through a lap did okay uh i don't you know whatever good for him that's fine <laughs> zach veach made it through his first indycar race he was up in fifth at one point due to pit stops mostly but he was still up in fifth for like a minute <laughs> still happened go zach veach he didn't crash he did great Made it a little bit more cleanly than Giovinazzi did in his first yeah. F1 race. So, yeah. good job yeah. on you, Veach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. That was pretty good. Uh, I hope... I don't know. We haven't really heard anything about J.R. Hildebrand and whether or not he'll come back for Phoenix, but... I noticed I that guess. he had a big cast on his arm today. Oh, did they show him on the broadcast? They showed him on Twitter, I think, on one of the ECR pictures during like the gotcha. National Anthem standing there. Okay. I mean, the other thing is that in Phoenix, I guess they could go with just Ed and Spencer in the 21 and the 20. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, good for Zach Beach. We'll see him at the 500. It's pretty good. Uh, and then, yeah, Joseph. Joseph, man. Oh, like, so oh, man. So good today. So <laughs> yep. proud. <laughs> I feel like also every time he had to overtake someone, it was super dramatic and good. I, like, yeah. Oh, man. Stressful, but, yeah. like, really good. Like... When he was, oh yeah, yeah. when when, uh, I was going to say his race, yeah, his race against Simon early on when like there was a picture and you could have like stuck a piece of paper (laughs) between the two cars and it would have held up. Uh, They did bump a few times though, right? Yeah. A little bit, a little bit of bumping. A little bit. Man, when he gets on it, he's aggressive. You know, it's fun. I love it. He's fun to watch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's his first Penske win. Yeah. Yay, Joseph. Three races with uh, Penske and he takes the win. Yeah. Great. Um, That took Simon a year. Yeah. I think I went yeah. and looked. It was like mm-hmm. 19 races until he got a win with Penske. Hmm. So, yay for and Joseph. For <laughs> yes. I mean, we all know he likes Barber anyway. Like, this is, the, yeah. this is the third time in, I think, three years that he's either won or been on the podium. Yeah. So, that's awesome. That's really good. He's doing so good. I know. I'm so proud. <laughs> He's right up there in the championship, too. I know Bordet is still leading, but... Dale Coyne, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Both Dale Coyne cars are in the top ten now. It'll be so interesting to see if they can do anything on ovals. Or if they'll just I know, be trash I, on ovals like they were last year. I need year. to know. I need to know. Um, 
also I feel really bad when I went to type Dale Coin in my notes earlier. I, I typoed Dale as Daily and then felt terrible. Oh, <laughs> no! <laughs> womp womp. Yeah, awkward. Speaking of Connor Daly, he did not have the greatest race. Well, I mean, at first he did. He got all the way up to like either 11th or 12th and then ran out of ran out of fuel. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> AJ Foyt. AJ Foyt just really doesn't seem to have their shit together and it's a little upsetting. He did have a really good overtake on Carlos like early in the race though. And that was pretty good to see. So, again, it'll be interesting to see how they do on ovals. Yeah, I'm super glad that we have uh, we have Phoenix next weekend so we can start to like get a feel for how the rest of the season's going to go. So, yeah. Phoenix, and then uh, we're at Indy. Indy's oh my god. Like two, weeks, two weeks after that. It's coming right up. Oh, so, we didn't talk about willpower. And we that, did not talk about willpower. So mess. we get, oh, we get through the race. We're, we're going, we're going, we're going, we're going. Willpower <laughs> is leading for most of the race. It's pretty pretty fun. Everyone's kind of praying for rain to like yeah. spike make things, things up. interesting. Willpower powering ahead. Will Power was basically powering his way to the end in first the whole time, and I was just kind of, you know, that's fine. But also, yeah. I like to see good racing. Okay. So, anyway. The only people that got close to him at any point during this race were uh, Scoot and Joseph, mm-hmm. really. And Charlie Kimball by accident. <laughs> by accident. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, he, about, I want to say, 10 or 11 laps from the end, uh, got a puncture and had to pit, which is sad for him but good for joseph (laughs) yes that's all i care about so he he ended up finishing in 14th right behind graham ray hall who did not take (laughs) the lead at any point during this race (laughs) oh man graham ray hall on twitter on twitter though all the salty tweets this weekend i felt bad for him that's him always oh also (laughs) they were especially bad this weekend though graham ray hall is a columbus blue jackets fan (laughs) Which is interesting. I know. (laughs) His salty Blue Jackets tweets after they got destroyed by Pittsburgh were pretty good. And I I didn't want to tweet anything at him. But, like, also he was cheering for Pittsburgh earlier in the season. So I kind of wanted to be like, well, if you hadn't cheered for this garbage team, maybe you wouldn't be so mad right now. Karma, Graham. Exactly. Exactly. (sighs) Anyway, he said at the beginning of the broadcast today w- regarding his qualifying performance that that's the worst I've ever qualified on marriage. Like, he yeah, was really disappointed with himself. Mm-hmm. I felt bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> Single car team, it's hard. Yeah, I know, that is true. Uh, I Since he, they are one of the smaller teams, it is kind of cool to see them do well. And they usually do well at Barber, too, I feel like. Like, last year... He had that really good race where he lost his front wing like five well, five laps from the end and still just like hauled on the push to pass button and made it. It was really amazing. So, yeah, as much as he can get kind of grating <laughs> as a person, I want I want his team to do well. So, yeah, yeah not great. <clears throat> we'll see how the ovals are. I know, yeah. seriously. Uh, if Will Power hadn't had that puncture... You do realize that we would have had four out of five Penske's in the top five. Mm. Penske oh, domination. We're getting back to that at this point. It's so yeah. interesting because it's like the Penske Chevys, all the Hondas, the non-Penske Chevys at the very bottom. 
Yeah, I do not know what is up with that. That's not great. Um, I mean, even <laughs> even Max Chilton did better than most of the Chevys. Yay, Maximum Chilton. <laughs> Maximum Chilton. <laughs> My boy. Scooting right along. <laughs> Um, yeah, all the Chip Ganassi guys did fine. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, uh, I am interested to see how the Chevys do on the ovals. Um, I hope some of the smaller Chevy teams stop being terrible, because it's not fun. Um, one more interesting thing about this race that I would like to find some answers to. So, during the race, like, you know how we listen to the driver radios? One of the cool features of the app is that if you have Verizon, you can pick a driver and listen to their radio transmissions during the whole race. So, one of the full course yellows was because Spencer Piggott's engine died, and he was just parked off to the side uh, at one of the turns, and suddenly, like, Rossi is usually who I listen to, and he's usually pretty calm on the radio, like, he'll ask his, his engineer to repeat stuff or whatever, and it's it's cool to just kind of get the insight of, like, what their strategy is, and what tires they're going to go to, and what the weather's coming is like, and all that stuff, but all of a sudden... And the the transmissions are about a minute delayed, so I, I honestly have no idea when he would have said this, but he just started swearing down the radio, like, really, really upset about something all of a sudden, and, like, it, it was kind of garbled, and, like, the only thing I could hear clearly was something, something on the track, like, after what we went through with Jules three years ago, and I was just like, um... Oh. Is this because there's a truck trying to get Piggott's car? And, like, maybe it was delayed putting up the full course yellow? Oh, maybe. But, I don't know. It was really, it was, like, startling. Because he, he sounded, like, he sounded shook. Like, I don't know what that was all about, but I don't know. The driver radios are interesting to get that sort of insight, uh, but I was not expecting that. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, his engineer then proceeded to tell him where that truck was every time they went around on a lap. So I, I'm assuming that's what it was, like the sweeper truck. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> Maybe we'll find out what that what that was all about, but I'm assuming probably not. Yeah, I noticed when they had the safety car, they had, like, a, some sort of utility truck out there. And I was like, shit, that's getting, like, really close. Like, I'm sure they know what they're doing, but, like, it seemed like there was a second there. I was like, that's too close. <laughs> like... Yeah, um, maybe yeah. that's what it was about then, because, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Was that the truck anyway. that was sweeping the marbles, like, clearing the rubber from the track? I or? don't know if it was the truck sweeping the marbles or if it was the truck that went what to retrieve get? Piggott's car. Yeah. Although, Spencer, did he, did they restart his car? I, I was so wrapped up in, like, listening to that and also trying to watch the Bruins game that I didn't actually notice. I mean, like, he ended up back on track at some yeah, point. Yeah, that's what I thought. So... They must have just rest- it must have just been the whole Matro truck that went to like help him restart the car, but yeah, yeah I don't know. That was not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think Indy cars usually like better than that. With yeah, that. I, re- I mean, I really respect mm-hmm. their safety crew as being like one of the better in the racing series I follow. So come well, yeah. on, Indy I mean, car. because <laughs> unlike F one, they actually take their safety team with them to every race. So they're trained in all the tracks. They know they know what they're doing. Like they've all worked together for years and years and years. Um, to the point where there's been like documentaries and stuff made about the whole Matro safety team, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, maybe I hope that's something they look at after the race to like fix for next time. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, poor Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so sad. 
The announcers had just talked about him having a good yeah. ride. And then he oh, wound up in the grass. <laughs> and he didn't have a cute dog to pet this week either. No. Ugh, the worst. <laughs> Not great. Not great. Yeah. Anyway. So we have we have Phoenix up next week. We also have Russia next week for F1. Oh, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's going to be an exercise in, oh, my God, how do I put these two things next to each other and not criticize the crap out of them? <laughs> also, how do I stay awake during all of Russia because it's oh hugely boring? Yeah, and <sighs> Phoenix, star- well, I guess this isn't really a problem for you, Alex, because you live in the West, but uh, Phoenix starts at 9.30 Eastern time. <laughs> oh. Like, it's not going to be over until about midnight. And granted, it's on Saturday, but that means that, you know, obviously we're going to get all amped up for Phoenix and I'm not going to be able to sleep until like two in the morning. <laughs> then Russia's at to... like seven or something. It's at seven. I'm going to get like no hours of sleep. Like, this is garbage. That um, is always a struggle. And God, the Asian races too always killed me in F1. It's so bad. It, it's like, it, they start processing everything like pre, uh, pre-race pre and everything at like 1.30, but then you don't actually get any on-track action until two in the morning. Yes. I think uh, China was like that. That was not Yeah, right. Yeah, um, and then once you get to that point, is it, do I stay up or do I get up? You yeah, take a nap, and then you <laughs> wake up five laps into the race, and then Try you cry, not to sleep and then through your alarm. Good you luck. go back to sleep. Yes. Wait, what, t- what time is Russia on for you? Seven. Oh, oh, Alex, I'm so sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> Four in the morning Four for in. Russia? Oh, that's not worth it. Have a good ass time. Oh, I mean, man. maybe there'll be carnage on the first lap like like last time. Yeah, I bet oh, if com- it is, it's going to be Sebastian Vettel, and then I'm just going to be sad at four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the first thing you see after yeah. you get up at four in the morning. Like, good morning, Alex. Here, here I am to crush your hopes and dreams. <laughs> Alex, you know what you should do, though? Hmm. You should, the night before, lay out all the ingredients for a Bloody Mary. Just, like, <laughs> make your own together. Bloody Mary bar. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Throw it all together at four in the morning and just drink the pain away. Probably. That sounds <laughs> like a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Nico um, Rosberg do- won last year, right? I believe I so. Yeah, because it was super awkward because Putin was there. Yeah, he yeah. was trying to talk to him in the yeah. awkward room. I, oh, man, oh please let us not have to deal with that again this year. You know we're going to have to, though. Yeah. Oh, of course. God, fucking Putin. Um, Just get your vodka ready and, and work, yeah. work with it. It'll be a themed drinking race. <laughs> yes. Just drink vodka <laughs> all the time, forever. So, anyway. Let's predict the podium, just for funsies, because we do this all the time. Uh, podium for Russia and podium for Phoenix. Consider that last year in Phoenix, uh, the podium was Scoot, Scott Dixon, Simon, and Will Power. Not that I don't I don't think that matters, but yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to say for Russia, I'm going to have hope and say Sebastian and Lewis. And I want to say Kimmy. I want to say both Ferraris. I just, I have a feeling. I, I don't feel <laughs> oh, good about Kimmy. <laughs> no. Oh, no. He usually does bad there, huh? Fuck. Yeah, because remember, <laughs> Bottas punted him off the track two years oh, ago. Yeah, that's true. And then last year, I don't know what happened, but oh, yeah. Oh, shit. 
I'm staying. I'm sticking with it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be real, real optimistic. <laughs> Joseph Newgarden just won. Anything's possible. <laughs> Everything's coming up, Alex. That's beautiful. So yeah. Except for the shorts. Except the shorts. <laughs> Listen, we don't talk about the shorts. That's like it's my okay. one sacrifice. And then Phoenix, oh, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be Scoot again. And then maybe like Ryan Hunter Ray and Simon. Nice. Yeah. That's the, I like that. I, <laughs> I just want Andretti's to do well. Yeah. And Ryan Hunter Ray. Oh, did you guys see his Butterball commercial this week? Oh my yes. God. <laughs> <laughs> I looked They're at my so... dad and I was like, maybe we'll have Fernando Alonso doing Butterball commercials. That's all I can Oh, please, oh, God. Give it to me. Do you want it? <laughs> yes. Oh my god, what a time to be alive. <laughs> uh, Alright, I'm gonna go with, for Russia, I'm gonna go with Valtteri Bottas for the win. Uh, Sebastian Vettel for the second place, and Felipe Massa for third. I just feel like there's gonna be some sort of awful, ridiculous shenanigans, and we're gonna lose some of the top, usual top six and uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Uh, and then for Phoenix, I'll go with I'll go with Joseph and Scott Dixon because he needs to just keep coming in second to Joseph all the time because that would just be great. <laughs> and I'll put you know what I'll put Alex Rossi on third because he's been doing real well when his car doesn't die and Andretti are pretty good on ovals. So yeah. It's his. It's gonna be his first non-Indy 500 podium. Um. Okay. So for Russia, <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna have to go with Lewis, Valtteri, Max. I also no! think there's going to be some <laughs> awful shenanigans on lap one, but I think they're going to involve Ferrari. They've had too wow. much good luck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so for Phoenix, um, let's do Joseph. Hinch, Simon. Yeah, because why not? (laughs) I gotta support my boys. (laughs) Very good, very good. Sarah, do you want to make some predictions? Oh, God, (laughs) Russia. Um, Same though. Who who gets to talk to uh, Vladimir Putin? Um, (laughs) No, probably... I feel a Sebastian... Uh, Sebastian Lewis, probably Valtteri. Yeah, that's fair. That's fairly solid. I feel like I uh-huh. don't want to make too many crazy predictions. Uh, but you know, Phoenix, let's go big or go home. Put put Alex on the top. Put him, oh, put him on the top step. Let's do it. I like this. You're going. Like this. You're going third, and I'm no. Put him on the top step. I don't do uh, big with, enough. With with, with with Joseph and Dixon. You know. That's fair. It's legit. So two thirds of your prediction is like pretty pretty standard. Yes, but <laughs> you know you gotta have the one outlier. That's There's true. always one. There, the Nashville Predators swept the Chicago Blackhawks, so anything is possible, guys. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. Um, Sarah, I, I forgot to ask you: Are you going to the IndyCar race in St. Louis? Um, I am not as of yet. Well, you should, because I'm going. So <laughs> okay. Yeah. So so the answer is now yes. The answer is now yes. Yeah. <laughs> the answer it's, is now it's yes. It's cheap. I think I think tickets are only like maybe $25. Like they're not expensive at all. It, it, I mean, pretty much <laughs> no sport in St. Louis is that expensive. Yeah, that's so, true. So 
we're, we are very fortunate to have that. Yeah, no, that's true. When I lived out there, I could not believe that, like, when actually, when they played the Sharks in the first round in 2012, I want to say, um, yeah. I walked up to the window the day of the game in the playoffs and bought a ticket for, like, $55. Yeah, our uh, tickets for this round, now, granted, I mean, we're season ticket holders, so mm-hmm. you do get a little bit of a, a break on that, but it still is, like, $40. Yeah, that's not bad. For a, for, I mean, we're mezzanine, but still, it's center ice for $40. Yeah. That's amazing. But yeah, so the gateway race, I am so excited. That's going to be really fun. Um, August still... 26th. Yes, let's do yes, it. Yes, it's the, oh God, I think it's the week after Pocono and the week before Watkins Glen. So oh we're just... boy. Road trip. <laughs> <We're> gonna be... <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so much, because uh, we'll probably end up driving to Pocono on the Thursday and then home either Sunday night or Monday morning and then fly to St. Louis that Thursday then fly home Sunday night and then go to Watkins Glen on Thursday and come home Monday night. It's going to be a lot of IndyCar in a very short <laughs> span of time. <laughs> so yeah, that should be fun. And you, and you have a lot of St. Louis food to cram in in a very oh short God. amount of I'm time. I'm going to eat 9,000 toasted raviolis. No one can stop me. No one can stop me. Em- Emo's now sells them in frozen bags of 250. So What? And you I- can... I can ship them to you. I've shipped them to Boston before, so what? expect oh them God. on your doorstep. How have we not discussed this before? <laughs> They're in space right now. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, I've never seen you, you this happy. Y'all they don't understand. Toasted raviolis are love. Toasted raviolis <laughs> are life. Like, Emo's pizza, I can take or leave because it's actually kind of disgusting, but... Well, it's, oh. a, it's a St. Louis thing. You're, like, required to... Genetically yeah, required to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not great, but uh, toaster. Yeah, oh my god, I'm gonna eat toaster raviolis. I'm gonna go find some gooey butter cake and eat that. I'm gonna eat <laughs> all the things. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I love St. Louis. We're gonna have <laughs> such a good time. <laughs> so yeah, other various and sundry IndyCar things. Uh, Colton Herta is literally destroying the field in Indy Lights, and I am all about it. Um, he won one of the races this weekend, and Nico Nico Yamin. I can't pronounce his name, and I feel like a douche. It's, it's French. I'm not it's, sure. It's French. Yamin. I thought it was. Yeah. Okay. Nico J won the other race. <laughs> um. Yeah, Andretti. I saw a picture of the three Andretti Indy Lights drivers uh, all on the podium for the second race. They're doing so well. Like I'm so proud. All my little baby children doing so good. My uh, Santia Rutia could not have any worse luck if he tried. No. I feel so bad for him. He had the beautiful arrow livery, like, mini hinge car, Indy Lights car. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I've been seeing a lot of people talking about wanting him in a big car soon, though, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he'd do really well in IndyCar, because he's been really good in Indy Lights the last couple years, so. Mm -hmm. It was too bad, because there were two Indy Lights races, and in the first one, he wound up in an incident on lap, like, one or two early on. And had to come in and change one of his wings. And then, I mean, that screwed up his race. But then for the second race, they had to line up on points because qualifying always rained out. So we had to, oh, yeah. like, start way in the back because he's had a couple issues in the, in the first few races. So he wasn't very good on points. So that was too bad because mm. he would have started much better if they'd actually qualified, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's it kind of sucks that, like, so many of the sports series had, had struggles because of the weather this weekend. But, yeah, good for Andretti. Mm-hmm. I mean, Santi will do better 
at the next race, I'm sure. I think the next Mazda Road to Indy races are at the Grand Prix of Indy. So we'll see him back. We'll see him back soon. How many um, years do you think it will be before Colton Herda winds oh up God. in IndyCar? <laughs> I would not be surprised to see him at least run the 500, like, maybe next year. Because, I mean, I know he's he's he either just turned 18 or he's still 17. But dude is crushing it. Like, that's incredible. That's amazing. Um, and I'd love to see him. Yeah, I'd love to see him get at least a couple drives in IndyCar next year. Just especially if he keeps going at this pace. Like, why waste him in any lights? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's pretty awesome. I think that's pretty much it for IndyCar for this week. Unless anyone can think of anything else. Mm-mm. No, no. Go Joseph. Joseph! <laughs> Always. Yes. I have to like, I feel this is so nerdy. I always have to restrain myself from starting to sing the song from Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat because we did, <laughs> we did that in high school and that's all I can ever think of. Oh my god. It's fine. It's fine. Whatever. You've ruined Let's, all of us now. I, I've ruined everything. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's let's talk about NHRA. Yeah. yeah cool anyway. shit happened. So I watched part of it, um, and Leah Pritchett is won her race and is now leading like points leader in the top fuel category, which is fucking awesome. That's and amazing. I love it. And um, Courtney Forrest didn't she lost in the semifinal run of her division? And literally, I only watch NHRA for, like, the female drivers because they're all so cool. I don't know, like, any of the dude drivers, honestly, except for <laughs> I John know John Force, but yeah. only because he's Courtney Force's dad. <laughs> so that's pretty much all I took away this week. And also, there was um, two dudes in the Pro Stock series. They, like, got into a fight in the pit. <laughs> And there's, like, video of it, and I was trying to, like, go back and, like, see what happened, like, why they, like, were mad at each other, and I guess it started, like, at the last race, and I still don't know what happened exactly, it just seemed like a lot of petty bullshit, and, like, (laughs) just, like, dumb stuff, and I was like, I don't know what's happening, but these two dudes just gotta be children and fight with each other. So that also they have, happened. They're, they're, they're too sensitive. They're sensitive little babies. I know. Man. God, they can't, <laughs> they can't, can't control their emotions. They can't do sports because they just take everything so seriously. They're so sensitive. They're too emotional. Man, calm down. Yeah, it's too emotional to be in sport. For real. That's, that's so extra. It was, <laughs> like, it was really extra. Oh, man. Well, yeah, that's, that's so cool for Leah Pritchett. Do you know when the next... An Atari event is um, probably soon. I feel like they yeah. happen all the time. I would say next week or the week after. I'm not sure exactly, cool. but yeah. Cool. That's oh. awesome. Um, you know what else we have coming up soon is Formula E. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Monaco next, and I, I think, think it's right. in a couple weeks. Um, I'll get back to you, and we'll probably talk about that next week for a little preview. Yeah, it's um, so hard to keep track. I, I want to say. I know. I, I want to say it's the same weekend as the either the Indy Grand Prix or the week before it. It's, so yeah. um, May 12th. Oh, it is the same weekend yep. as the Indy Grand Prix. Yeah. Cool. So we have three races to watch that weekend, including one yes. that some of us will be at. So, <laughs> so much that's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I think I might try to figure out a way to record uh, 
at least the Formula E. Because I know that the... Oh, that's the Spanish Grand Prix weekend, too. So mm-hmm. There's just going to be a lot of race cars. Yeah. So much we, happening. We're going to have to start start figuring that out. Because, like, <laughs> I don't know what time the Indy Grand Prix starts, but if we want to get there and, like, maybe watch it on my phone, we can watch the Spanish Grand Prix on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> that's an option. We'll figure it out, though. Too many race cars all the time. Race car problems. Yeah. Yep. Basically a constant in all of our It's lives. a good problem to have. <laughs> it is I not think. a bad problem. No, no. Hey, and it's also more stuff that we can talk about. So mm-hmm. it's all good. And thank you to Verizon's unlimited data plan to make this oh possible. <laughs> Literally like oh my god. Wait, I was gonna say that about Joseph. Like his his like sponsor thanking was so goddamn smooth. Like smooth like butter up in here. So like good. good Christ, it was he just like transitioned from one to the other so quickly and like in context and just man, what a guy! <laughs> Actual <laughs> anything sunshine, Joseph Garden. Oh my god! Actual yes. human advertisement. Joseph <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was so good. But no, you're right. Like uh, I also have Verizon's unlimited plan, and between the IndyCar app and being able to stream IndyCar races on my phone, like I'm, I'm never going back. You can't make me go back. <laughs> Um, NASCAR things. NASCAR also got rained out? Yeah, so the main Monster Cup race isn't going to be on until tomorrow. It was delayed from today due to rain. There was, however, the Xfinity Series race yesterday, which ran. They had a brief red flag for rain. Um, It was okay. Eric Jones ended up winning. But this is funny because we just <laughs> talked about this with NHRA. But also, there was an actual fist fight oh during the Xfinity God. race, during the red flag where, that they had for race. During the actual race? Oh during God. the red flag oh of the God. race. <laughs> yes. That's so much. To, like, serious nobodies, people I don't really know from the race, not big names. Um, they got, got out of their car and got into a fist fight over <laughs> things that had happened on track earlier during the race. I cannot believe. <laughs> Apparently somebody got sent to the infield care center, but they were okay. Oh they were released. God. And were okay to start the race again, apparently, <laughs> when it went green again. So... <laughs> That's so much. Like, Calm oh down, God. NASCAR. <laughs> Find some chill. That's ridiculous. Um, so I also, back to NHRA really quick. The only other name in NHRA that I know is uh, Ron Caps. Oh, he did good. The Napa guy. He did good this week. Yeah, yeah. that's the only reason I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only reason I know who he is because his car it looks like <laughs> But, yeah, anyway... Why are why do men fight at race cars? I don't <laughs> and granted, I know Danica does that sometimes too, but whatever. And this is not the first time this has happened this season at NASCAR. Seriously, NASCAR, <laughs> just calm down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know. And I haven't heard anything about NASCAR penalizing them. I think in the past they've said as long as people like keep it off the track, like yeah. they don't want people using their cars as weapons but are going to be less strict about giving, like, points penalties or other driver confrontations. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as far as the race getting delayed to Monday, it's at Bristol, right? Bristol, yep. Short so track. That would have been, been the same storm that was over Barber today, probably, because I don't think Bristol's in Tennessee, right? Yep. Yeah, so, interesting, interesting. 
<clears throat> yeah, it'll I be on Monday. I wonder why they would schedule those two races on the same weekend, considering that I bet the fan base that goes to some of those races would go to both of them. But I don't know. Interesting. Um, I think so, so. Right? Yeah, it's not that far. Maybe it's just not that far for me because I drive everywhere, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. I don't know. I mean, I you would assume that people would go to both. It's kind of like the St. Louis thing where if there's a Cardinals game, the Blues change their start time because yeah, people exactly. want to go to both. Same theory. Yep. yep. I should look on the map and see where in Alabama Barber is. Barber's near sure. Birmingham. It's near Birmingham. It's very close to Birmingham to the point where I think all the teams stay in Birmingham. Okay. I know the NBC team was talking about how they had stayed there. Um, and last year before the race, oh my god, I remember there was some, like, stupid promotional thing where Connor Daly and Alex Rossi rode around Birmingham on, like, city bikes. Oh boy. And it was just really tacky and hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's pretty close to there, because looking into going there, we were gonna have to fly into Birmingham, so. Uh, Bristol, Tennessee and Barber Motorsports Park are five and a half hours apart. Okay, yeah, that's more than I thought. That's, that's significant enough i guess yeah that's definitely more than a st louis chicago trip so yeah that would be a hefty hefty drive yep yep. well i hope that race tomorrow goes well (laughs) yeah me too (laughs) i guess we'll talk about it more (laughs) we'll talk about it on next week's episode when we also talk about nine nine hundred other races um all right so let's let's get right into these questions today's questions uh, ask TGG. We got a couple of submissions here. Uh, first of all, from Michael Morrison. Oh, this is kind of interesting. If a woman serves a penalty in a race, is it appropriate for a commentator to say, take it like a woman, as opposed to take it like a man, I guess? I don't like that. I don't like it either. But I don't it's, like it's either like, of them. Yeah, I think I take it like you... a man is gross, yeah. too. They're both gross. Yeah. It is an interesting thought exercise in maybe you shouldn't say these things. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think you should say that to a dude anyway. Like, what does that even mean? Like, was she Um, I think it means, it? like, be a tough guy. Like, take, yeah, take your yeah, licks yeah. like a man. Yeah. But toxic masculinity. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but that's basically it, what's at the root of it. Um, so, no, I don't, I don't think that would be appropriate. And I think maybe commentators shouldn't say those things. <laughs> that's really the answer. Um... Char- Charlie Rosenball. <laughs> hey man, how's it going? How you feeling about hockey right now? Oh. <laughs> uh, he asks, now that the first round is all but over, who is your pick to win the Stanley Cup? Oh, St. Boy. Louis. St. <laughs> <Saint> Louis. <laughs> Straight up. Just for kicks, though, the Maple Leafs look like they no. are about to force an overtime, oh so they Lord. might force a Game 7, so, you know, it, it, anything is possible. Anything okay. is possible, but if Toronto Not ever gets Toronto to have Maple nice Leafs. things, I might just leave forever, so... <laughs> yeah, no. Oh my god. I, I get that. You At least Chicago that? won't win, right? That's true. Chicago won't That's win, true. Montreal won't win. That's another beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Those are really the only teams that I was like, no, we can't, we can't do this. But Toronto's right up there too. Like they're so insufferable. They would <laughs> be even worse if they won. Yes, they're one of these fan bases where in October, when the season starts, if they go on a little win streak, they start planning the, the Stanley Cup parade. Like pretty much. That just seems unwise. I know. Well, <laughs> it's even more unwise considering they haven't won it since 1967. So yeah. I don't know. They just get they get 
they get a taste of victory and it just goes right to their heads. So, yeah, my pick is St. Louis. If you, I don't know. That's that's pretty much it. <laughs> I don't know. It's not about now hockey. when. It's when? Alex, what did you say? I said I don't know enough about hockey to um choose You're a good. team just, yet. Just roll, roll, roll the St. Louis. Cause yeah. Yes, it's a, it's a just... smart Western Conference decision. Mm-hmm. I just watch the hockey when Sarah tells me to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, here's a question from Alex. Why did you make me watch hockey and be sad about the shorts? <laughs> because you didn't have enough sports misery in your life. Uh, apparently, you more. yeah. Professional <laughs> sadness woman Alex Lynn. It's true. <laughs> it's fucking true. Man. But it's great though. I mean, we have a good time. Even when the teams <laughs> lose, like it's still really fun. I made some good tweets. It, it was all great. <laughs> the sharks the sharks tweeted back at you. They did. It was nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're pretty excellent. And that um, poor shark's Twitter man. Oh I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. Shout out to him doing the Lord's work. He was having mm-hmm. a time. <laughs> Those those emojis kept getting sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. When it starts up again in October, we'll we'll drag you back in. It'll be yeah, a good time. I'm sure. Yep. Um. Danny Brennan asks. Oh boy. <laughs> Who wins in a fight, me or the entirety of AJ Foyt's shit team? Because I think I can take him, considering how shit they are on track. Danny, I think you need to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> he was so upset. Oh my god. I know. I mean, honestly, like, what, you know, Bad Luck Connor, we joke about it and it's kind of a meme. It's not kind of a meme. It is a meme. <laughs> um, but, like, dang. I, I don't know what that child has to do to, like, get a good result. And it's never, it's not, it hasn't been his fault at all this whole year. Like, it's been the car dying. Yeah. It's been, you know, the team telling him he, he can push and being completely wrong on the fuel numbers and just him running out of gas. Like, what's next? And just this whole what situation at no longer being at coin when coin is actually doing well. Like, right. Both coin oh, cars God. in the top 10. Like, what is happening? He really, yeah, I don't know. He definitely rivals people like Alonzo for making bad we're having terrible career choices like yeah he won a couple championships but then he just chose the wrong team constantly and yeah connor you're kind of going down that route buddy i'm sorry yeah that's uh i believe that's all we've got Mm -hmm. for this week um but yeah thanks for coming on sarah absolutely i'll have you on again sometime for sure and, and, uh, and we managed to avoid having our special guest, the the loud half deaf cat. So. Oh no! How's the cat doing? <laughs> oh, man. He oh okay, I jinxed myself. He just jumped up onto my desk. So <laughs> welcome Excellent. to the podcast. Unfortunately, named Sid. Oh no! <laughs> That's not great. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was a rescue and he answered to it, so unfortunately yeah. I am stuck with a cat named Sid. That's how I named my cat Kari. I just yelled hockey names at her until she responded to one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, how else did anyone think I named my cats? Like, that's like me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, we've got Phoenix and Russia next week, and uh, we'll be back at you with another episode next week. Yay. Thanks for listening.